Welcome back to the Book Truck Chronicles. My name is Brandy, and I run a bookshop on wheels in Edmonton, Canada, and I have missed you. I wasn't around last week, but I am here today to talk about what I want to call the view from the driver's seat. So it has been a wild couple of weeks around here. Let me fill you in a little bit on book truck life from my point of view. So... COVID, of course, has changed the way we do business. It is not just as simple as rolling my truck up to an event and opening up and meeting all you great readers and selling books to you and you going home and I close up doors and go back. It's not like that. This Everything has changed. So right now, everything, of course, as I mentioned before, has gone strictly online, right? This is the way everybody's doing it. So, okay, I'm so grateful that we have already set up all of our online platforms ahead of time. So we didn't have to start fresh. We just kept doing it. We just did more of it, Um, which, of course, had its challenges, but it was also pretty fantastic. Um, So here's, here's the biggest change. I was doing my thing, taking books out to people and... You know, my my belief in delivery is we should not have to wait. There's no reason why we should have to wait for books. If somebody orders a book and I'm just sitting here, I have absolutely no excuse for not getting that book out to them as fast as possible. So my goal for deliveries is if you order it, you get it the same day or next. That's just it. And I I like to stand by that as much as possible. So people were very excited because they were ordering books and then getting them in a few hours or the same night or the following morning. And they were really, really grateful. So somebody went online after they had placed a book order and received it. And they had gone on to what is called Reddit. Now, many of you probably really know what Reddit is. I gotta admit, I didn't. So when I got notified that, oh, I heard about you on Reddit, it, it sounded familiar, but I didn't really know what it was. So here is what somebody wrote about Daisy Chain on Reddit. I've noticed a lot of people seem to be getting bored or down with all the upcoming events being canceled. I am too. I was expecting to go out with friends over the summer, but that's probably not going to happen. I myself am bored out of my mind, sitting at home and not being able to get out or at least go to the library to get some books. Books are expensive, so I've stopped buying them usually. So I just wanted to let you guys know, I ordered from Daisy Chain Book Co. and I got over 20 books for the same price I'd pay for three or four books new. These books are in amazing condition. Some of them look brand new and most of them have only been read once amazing prices, service, and delivery. I ordered my books and they came with free delivery not even four hours later. They got delivered right to my door, all nicely bagged up in reusable bags, which is nice to see, less waste for the environment, and more reusable options for when I go shopping. They're also a local business and I'm always up for supporting small local businesses. So if you're bored and maybe on a budget, Daisy Chain Book Co. is a great option for books. They've got books ranging from romance to fantasy to kids' books. Here is a link to their homepage. So that was incredibly kind and generous, and I was I was so overwhelmed. That was so thoughtful. But what happened was people read it like crazy, and I got all sorts of notifications. 
my Instagram all of a sudden blew up and I got orders and I got people sending me notifications and DMs and emails and I thought, what the heck is happening? And so when people were saying, oh yeah, we heard about you. The great thing about it is once people hear about you, they can't unhear it. So whatever experience you give somebody, make it great. So when they do tell somebody about you, let it be awesome. You get one shot at a first impression. That's it. One shot. And I have been so gratefully busy the last couple of weeks with a lot of orders and a lot of communication. And it has been oh, very, very busy. And I'm so glad for it. But wow, it just really knocked my socks off. So that is why I was not able to do the podcast last week because I frankly did not have any time at all to collect my thoughts and sit here and edit and and just get it all nicely done. I couldn't. I couldn't even wrap my head around it. I was in the truck all the time. I was taking books off shelves. I was putting orders together. I was delivering them all over the Edmonton area. And so that means I was in the truck most of the time. So that is why today's episode is a view from the driver's seat. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about what book truck life is like sitting in the driver's seat, the audiobooks I listen to, the challenges of online business, and what I think this means for me in the future. So here we go. Let's talk about the audiobooks. I know you probably can't wait to hear about this. I'm sitting in the truck and you know what I want to do? I want to hear a story told to me. I don't want to hear the radio. I really don't. I, don't. I just don't care. I'm so sick of commercials now. I think Netflix has really taught me that commercials are blah. So the radio is annoying to me <laughs> with all the commercials. Um, so here's what I listen to. The Book of Longings by Sue Monk Kidd. Sue Monk Kidd also wrote The Secret Life of Bees, which many of you have read and you're familiar with how good that was. In this book, what's really intriguing about it is it says in the back of the book, I am Anna. I was the wife of Jesus. I was intrigued. What? The wife of Jesus? Tell me this story. Sue Monk Kidd is so good at telling stories. And this book beautifully wraps up this fictional tale of this woman who is Judas's sister and is Jesus's wife. It's nice to hear a story about all of the things were going on at that time from a woman's point of view, because so many of those Bible stories and the stories of the disciples are very familiar. But this is just a different slant where it also actually really respects the character of Jesus and some of the relationships involved. So um, I I really liked it. I didn't think I would, but you know what? I really did. And I see it for what it is. It is a fictional story. It is not meant to rewrite the Gospels or tell you that, you know, it was wrong. But in the end of the book, Sue Monk Kidd does an afterword. And she does talk about the reason she wrote the book and what uh, her experience was like writing it and why she felt motivated to tell this story because her perspective as a woman with all the things going on is something that we're really not that familiar with. And I loved it. It For me, it was a five-star book. I thought that, as always, the way Sue Monk Kidd writes a book is somebody with a real appreciation and a love for words. There are so many beautiful relationships in this book between women that was just very, very satisfying for me. It was a great, great book. And I'm so grateful that stories like this are available for us so we can take stories that we think we know 
and we can reconsider them in a new creative way. It was awesome. I just, it's called The Book of Longings by Sue Monk Kidd. I got my audiobook at Libro.fm. And if you're listening, Libro.fm is a fantastic way to get audiobooks. And if you support it and you search for Daisy Chain Book Company, proceeds go right back to your local bookstore. Yay! Gotta love them. Okay, so another one that I read, or I listened to, sorry, was Girling Up, How to Be Strong, Smart, and Spectacular by Mayim Bialik. Now, Mayim Bialik, you might remember, is from the TV show Blossom in the early 90s. And then later she went on to be part of, mm, gosh, let me see. I think she was part of a really well-known show. Oh, The Big Bang Theory. So Mayim Bialik actually has her PhD. She's talking specifically to girls about the science of growing up, getting ahead, how to deal with relationships, the changes in your body, relationships, thinking in the future about what you want to be. It's a really nice book. Um, I wasn't really sure what to expect from it, but she talks as if she is not just, of course, a girl herself who's grown into a woman, but is somebody who really wants to impart some intelligence and some confidence into these girls. Not just about trends and about what is flighty and, and silly, but she's really, really good at explaining things. Now, I gotta tell you something. I have counseled girls and young women um, in a pregnancy center before, and I did talk about sex quite a lot. I educated a lot of girls about how their body works and how their cycle works and the whole deal. I learned a couple things hearing Maya Bialik talk about it. It was great. This is the kind of book I think that a mom and a daughter or even like an aunt and a niece, however your relationship works, if you can read this together, you could get so much out of it. There's so many things you can jump off of and questions that girls might have. It, it's a really, really great buddy read with somebody that you trust because there's a lot of questions that you don't know you have until you have them and you don't know who to ask because it seems weird and a little bit embarrassing. This book really tackles it well. Girling Up, How to Be Strong, Smart, and Spectacular by Mayim Bialik. It was great. Another one that I listened to, which I really, really liked, was Miss You by Kate Eberlin. Oh, this one, you guys, this was just, this is exactly what I needed. It was just a refreshing story that kind of reminded me, actually, of, what's it called? Oh, it's called One Day by David Nichols, which was also a really great film, if you get a chance to see that, it is it is a really fun film. But this book, Miss You, tells the story of Tess and Gus. Now, throughout this book, you get to hear both of their stories. And they run into each other a few times in their lives, but they don't actually create a connection. There's not actually a relationship that overlaps. Whereas in one day, it's a story of two best friends who overlap throughout their lives and it, it's how they finally come together in the end. So Miss You is a story about how there's this, these two people, Tess and Gus, and as their lives progress over time, you wonder if will they get together? Maybe they won't get together. And is it a story of two ships who miss in the night? Or is it something about this is how you meet the person you're supposed to be with? It is It is a really beautiful story. It was just a fun, light, easy breezy kind of 
read that I needed after <laughs> the Book of Longings. Um, and it was perfectly timed. You know how you get that book at just the right time? Miss You was that perfect book at the right time. So as I was sitting in the book truck driving around, going from one place to the next, I really delighted every time I got to come back in and turn on my story to hear what was going to happen next with Tess and Gus. It was a wonderful story. Um, I'm not, I think that too much can be said about this one that gives too much away, so I'm actually not going to tell you too much about it. But if you like the ships passing in the night kind of book, or if you read one day or saw the movie and you liked it, you will like this one. It's called Miss You by Kate Eberlin. Or Eberlin? I think it's Eberlin. And the cover of the book is also so beautiful. So I have the book just because I love the cover. Okay. Another one I listened to, a totally different kind of book. This one was called Mom and Me and Mom by Maya Angelou. It was lovely. I mean, Maya Angelou, what can you say? Maya Angelou, she was, um, <laughs> she was extraordinary. And to hear her read this book was also quite a delight because frankly, I think as always, when an author reads their own work, we get so much more out of it than when somebody else is paid to have inflection or to tell a story a certain way. That author knows exactly how they want you to hear it. So this book is a true story of Maya Angelou's triumphs and struggles um, with her mom and then being a mom herself. It was a, it was lovely. Um, it was not what I thought it was. It was a little bit shorter because of course, I know it's a small book. I've, I've held it and sold it in the truck, but when you're listening to it, I thought it was going to go on longer than it did. And it was, when it was over, I realized it was the perfect length of time. She didn't go too far into anything. It was just a beautifully rich, um, satisfying telling of the complicated experience between you and your mom and then you and your child and how you internalize that role of mom and how you see yourself, how you see your mom differently once you yourself are a mom and how relationships can have both healing and evolution at the same time. It was, it was a really, really nice story. I appreciated the way she told it. Um, and there's a whole lot about Maya Angelou that I did not know. So hearing her talk about it was really, really, um, it was a great experience. I was so grateful to have listened to that in the truck. And you know what's funny is as I'm driving around the city, I remember when I pass certain places, oh, this is where Maya Angelou talked about this. And oh, this is when I, <laughs> like, it's, it's just so funny how the stories actually kind of cement in your mind and you attribute it to the places where you heard it. Whereas if when I'm sitting at home reading a book, I'm kind of always in the same place. But when you're listening to an audiobook, I'm thinking of myself as a storytelling wagon almost. And I'm driving around with all these stories in my trunk. And I've had a story being read to me through my speakers. And I'm carrying these stories through the city in this beautiful, magical way that sometimes when I sit back and look at it, really, really delights me. I'm just, I'm so honored to do this job. Um, and you guys can tell you this too. Everybody is talking right now about how they want to get back to normal. You know, they've done the quarantine thing. They have, they've definitely experienced um, isolation and they don't like it. And they're missing out on all these things. And people have had weddings that they can't have and their graduations that are not happening. And there's so many things that I think we're missing out on. But we are also becoming so 
rich at connections and community and becoming a strong society that I think a little bit we've forgotten how to do well. We got so busy and we got great at being busy because aren't we awesome at that? But we forgot those beautiful little moments, the secret little thrill of sitting with your child doing a puzzle while you laugh about something. You get too busy, so you don't make time for those things. But now we have nothing but time. And it has been such a treat to drive around the city and to see people playing with their kids. And I talked to one lady who said, you know, my husband is home now. He's out and back teaching my son how to ride a bike. And I didn't think this would ever happen because my husband is always working. I just love this, you guys. And when I get to go to do deliveries, I am really honored because I get to go to where you live. When you come to the truck, you come to me. But when I'm delivering, I'm going to your home and I'm leaving stories on your step. And it is such a treat for me to see where you are and to see your face and wave to you and, and tell you, oh, your books are here. And kids who are at the window going, that book truck is here. Oh my gosh. And they're <laughs> yelling and they're getting so excited. My books, my books. And I don't know if the UPS guys feel this way, but I got to tell you, it is a pretty wickedly awesome feeling to be this harbinger of such joy when people get their books. It is a real thrill for me. Um, so from the perspective that I have from the driver's seat is that I get to share these stories with you in a way that I did not think I would be doing this year. I am delivering books that you've chosen from our online site and you have been so supportive and so kind to keep my business afloat during this time. I know there's a lot of businesses right now who are losing their minds and there's a ton of them who may not make it. Uh, so I am incredibly fortunate that I have you, that I am going to still be here. I'm not going anywhere. I am going to serve your reading life the best that I can. And to be invited into your bookshelves by you during this time is a deliberate choice you are making to keep me going. And I'm, I could not be more thrilled. So thank you so much. And so let me just remind you guys that even though things are a little bit different right now, and we don't know what's coming, right? There's optimism about how things are going to change and we're going to get back out there and we're going to resume our life. And, you know, maybe we will. But we're not going to have what we had. Normal is in the rearview mirror. So as the world is changing, it's not wise to try and make it the way it used to be. You cannot move forward if you're always looking in your rearview mirror. You just can't. And what's coming up is not going to be what it was. So be brave. Make tomorrow something new. Don't make it try to be what it was because that is in the past. So here is to tomorrow. Here is to all the great things that are going to come tomorrow. And I am optimistic. I am here for you. I thank you so much for being here for me. So from the driver's seat, this is me signing off. See you next week.